The following is an unedited full-length recording of the May 29, 2018 Board of Selectmen meeting. Meeting coverage is made available through the efforts of Foxborough Cable Access on behalf of the Foxborough Board of Selectmen. Video of Board of Selectmen meetings air on the Government Channel in Foxborough and are also available on the Foxborough Cable Access website at fcatv.org. This meeting runs just over one hour and 16 minutes. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Tuesday, May 29th, 2018 Board of Selectmen meeting. I'll read the agenda. 7 p.m., Citizens Input. 7.05, Foxborough Commission on Disability, Annual Above and Beyond Awards. 7.15, Public Hearing. Jess Enos, George Bell, Craft Sports and Entertainment, LLC, for Monster Jam 2018. 7.30, Stadium Advisory Committee, George Bell, appointment of new members, John Hardy, Alex Silva, and Jared Duckworth. 7.40, Michael Laracy, Town and State Citation. 7.50, Public Hearing, Amend Flammable Storage License, Colba Enterprises, LLC, 32 Commercial Street. 8.05, Annual Town Manager's Evaluation. 8.15, Selectman's Update. 8.20, Town Manager's Update. 825 assistant town managers update. I see Jay. Jay, Jay. Jay Barrows, would you lead us in the pledge, please? <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thanks, Jay. All right, 7 o'clock, citizens' input. <coughs> Julie, come on up. You want me to sit here? Yeah. Yeah, just state your name for the record, please. Sure. Good evening. Uh, my name is Julie Jaberi, which is June 10th, uh, from noon until 3 p.m. Um, I believe there were some materials that Amanda gave you ahead of the meeting. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, um, in uh, uh, the, the Foxboro, Greater Foxboro Race Amity Day Committee uh, is supported by the Baha'i Faith in Foxboro, Bethany Congregational Church, Foxboro Universalist Church, St. Mark's Episcopal Church, and the Sharon Pluralism Network. Uh, the committee members are composed of representatives from those organizations at this time, and we're inviting others to join us. Uh, Race Amity Day was established at the end of 2015. The Massachusetts legislature passed the Race Amity Day bill, which is uh, House Bill 2745, Chapter 165 of <laughs> Acts 2105. This is the first in the nation legislation and was signed into law and celebrated in a state house ceremony with Governor Charlie Baker in February of 2016. The bill was the outgrowth of the work of the National Center for Race Amity at Wheelock College in Boston. 
The Race Amity Day Act states, the governor shall annually issue a proclamation setting apart the second Saturday in June as Massachusetts Race Amity Day to recognize that the people of the Commonwealth are its greatest asset, to recognize that the Commonwealth is comprised of multicultural, multi-ethnic, multi-racial citizens, and to encourage friendship, collegiality, civility, respect, and kindness as the commonly shared ideals of the collective citizenry of this Commonwealth by joining with communities across the United States to reflect on the beauty and richness of the diverse peoples of this great nation. While reaching out with the spirit of amity toward one another annually and recommending that the day be observed in an appropriate manner by the people. So I was asked to come here tonight, uh, invite uh, any and all of you to join us on June 10th, and to invite you to also issue a local proclamation if the town would like to support that event in that way, which which one of you can, can read at the event if you're able to attend, or we can read on your behalf. What, what time is it on June 10th? Noon until 3. Okay. So the film is about 25 minutes long. Uh, we'll be having some introductory talks for about 10 minutes. Uh, Representative Barrows has been invited, as well as Senator Feeney. Um, and we'd like for one of you to join us, if possible. We'll be showing the film about 25 minutes and then uh, breaking for refreshments. And for those who want to stick around, uh, perhaps breaking into discussion groups. Okay. All right. Um. Very good. I don't think we need to okay. read the state one. We'll, yeah. we'll create one. Um, thank you very much. Thank Anybody you. Anybody have any questions on the board? Although we can't ask questions. <laughs> no questions? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else for citizens' input? Seeing none. Um, Foxborough Commission on Disability Annual Above and Beyond Awards. recognize those who make a positive difference in the lives of people with disabilities. So this is the third year we've um, done the, given out the awards. So this year, our winners are Chris Gunn of Primo Sandwich Shop and Paul Farmer of Farmer Signs. So to tell you about Chris Gunn, uh, Chris and his staff have made his restaurant, Primo Sandwich Shop on Mechanic Street, a haven for a local man with intellectual disabilities. The man lives in a nearby group home and for decades has spent most of his days at Primo's where he has his own table and he receives VIP treatment. Chris has been an advocate, mentor, and supporter of this man, his housemates, and others in town with disabilities. So it's with great pride I present 
this award. And Paul Farmer is the owner of Farmer Sign on Green Street. He is also a Foxborough firefighter and a paramedic. Paul is well known around town for the Patriots banners he makes for the town common. And I hope we get to hang more banners up this year. <laughs> but uh, Paul also has quietly been donating his services and uh, signs to many groups that serve those with disabilities. So this includes Best Buddies, Massachusetts Commission for the Blind, our, uh, Massachusetts, oh, the Massachusetts <coughs> Commission on Disabilities, Bailey's Team Run for Autism, the Arthritis Foundation, Norfolk Advocates for Children, and several more. Paul's generosity has provided these groups with free banners, signs, and vehicle lettering. So it's with great honor I present this award to you, Paul. Congratulations. Congratulations. And a representative um, Barrows has a citation, I believe. Good evening, good to see everybody again. Um, congratulations to Paul and Chris. Thanks for all that you do. In recognition of that, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, the House of Representatives, be it hereby known to all that the Massachusetts House of Representatives offers sincere congratulations to Paul Farmer and Christopher Gunn in recognition of being a recipient of an above and beyond award. The entire membership extends its very best wishes and expresses the hope for future good fortune and continued success in all endeavors. Given today, the 29th day of May, 2018 at the State House, Boston Mass, signed by Robert DeLeo, our speaker, and offered by yours truly, Jake Bowers, your state representative. So congratulations. It's great to see you both recognized for the work that you do, and uh, thanks for being a good part of the community. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, we get, it's our turn to, to talk, so I just want to <laughs> thank you both for, for everything, and I know Jim wanted to say a few words, too. So. I, I, just briefly, I, I actually, did a, uh, actually did a double take when I saw Chris walk in here today. I've known Chris and, and Paul for years, um, and, I, and we didn't get anything in our packet of who was going to be the recipient, so I didn't mm -hmm. know. So when I walked in, then I slowly put two and two together, only when you sat there. Um, it's been a pleasure going into Primo's, and you, you're very accommodating. And I see Roger back there. It's you make it part of your business. Um, <laughs> hi, Roger. <laughs> um, and it's just a part of who you are. So, and I, and same thing with Paul. Paul has put himself out there to the point where I'm sure your your door is being knocked on on a daily basis for free things because um, you make it there. So I didn't expect any of you guys to do this for a citation but it's just it's great to see you at the table and i think foxborough should be proud that we have two people that put themselves out there for the cause of the community so thank you very much thank you choke me up jim <laughs> 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 that free sandwich <laughs> Doing that so you won't throw water balloons or squirt guns at them. Yes. No, just a forewarning, all of you, when you pass by Primos, kind of move away from Jim. Yeah, I haven't started. Yeah, I've heard earlier on. No, congratulations. Thank you. Okay. Thank you both. Thanks very much. Great. Thank you. Thank you.
Yeah, they kept it a secret from us too. Hmm? <laughs> they kept it a secret hmm. from us too. <laughs> Good choices, though. Really good choices. Uh, we got two minutes before our public hearing. She's here. Everybody's here. No, because if they, well, how far off are we? Only because we're a minute away. I oh, know that's fine. All right. That's like twenty minutes or something. It's old when someone walks in. We'll let the room. Well, it's a public hearing. You can always read the yeah. read it in before. All right, so now we'll move to the next agenda item, public hearing, Jesse Nose, George Bell, Craft Sports and Entertainment, LLC, Monster Jam 2018. Yep. All right, the Board of Selectmen acting as the local licensing authority pursuant to MGL Chapter 140, Section 181, and Section 183A, and Chapter 136, Section 4, Town of Foxborough General Bylaws, Chapter 229, and also stadium rules and regulations will conduct a public hearing on Tuesday, May 29th, 2018, beginning at 7.15 in the gala meeting room, Town Hall, 40 South Street, to review the application submitted by Craft Sports and Entertainment, LLC, and promoter Feld Motorsports, Inc., for Monster Jam 2018. Event is proposed for Gillette Stadium. Application for this event is on file at the Office of Selectmen. All interested parties are welcome to attend. Good evening. Jesse Nose with Gillette Stadium. George Bell, Stadium <laughs> Advisor. <laughs> uh, so here before you this evening to request the license for Monster Jam. Um, this is the fifth consecutive Monster Jam that we'll be hosting at the stadium. Um, it's a Feld Entertainment production, so it's been the same producer all five times. Um, and this is also the same organization that brings us Supercross, which we had um, in April of this year, and we also had in April of 2016. So from an operational standpoint, there were really no significant changes to Monster Jam this year. Year, um, compared to what you would have seen last year or even the year before. We are requesting uh, June 9th, which is Founders Day. It's fallen on Founders Day for three years now, so um, you know we obviously continue to work closely with both chiefs to make sure that public safety um, isn't unnecessarily strained. The timing works out really well with Founders Day being that Founders Day um, is more of a morning-heavy event, and then this comes in later, a little later in the afternoon. So there's two components to Monster Jam. There's a party in the pits, and then there's the actual Monster Jam production itself. The party in the pits takes place from 3 to 6, and that's in a fenced-off area um, in our East Club parking lot. And then Monster Jam itself um, begins at 7 o'clock, and it runs from about 7 to 9. So the party in the pits is, a, is an upsell. Um, it's a fan experience area where you can go in um, and you can get your auto, the autographs from the riders, um, experience different Feld brand products, and you can't purchase a pit party pass without having purchased a Monster Jam ticket, but you can purchase just a Monster Jam ticket. So we do uh, about 15,000 people in that party in the pits, and then we anticipate about 30,000 people in the building for Monster Jam itself. Um, we've got the entire lower bowl of the stadium open and we'll get pretty close to selling that out we have the east mezzanine and the southwest mezzanine will probably open the northwest mez as well which are those 200 level corner um, areas and then we have the east club open as well as of right now we probably we don't really see a demand for the west club although it might open um, before we do that we'll of course run it by both chiefs as well just so they're aware um, we don't foresee going into the 300 level at all for this event so like I said, attendance rate around 30,000. We kill the first five to 10 rows of the stadium. We cover them with downsizing. Um, it's part of Feld's overall safety operation for this event. It 
if a, a patron steps beneath that wrap line at any point, it halts their production in its entirety. So it's something that they take um, very seriously. Another aspect of the, the sort of the safety operation that they do is the fuel depot. They have a really extensive plan in place, and they work really closely with um, Chief to make sure that he's happy with it, everybody's aware of how the fuel's being stored, where it's being stored, all of the safety precautions in, in place, because there's a large amount of flammable fuel on site um, for this event. So other than that, I don't think that there's anything, like I said, it's, it's the same, it's really very much the same operation as we've seen before, and we're looking forward to hosting the event again. George, you got anything to add? Uh, we reviewed it, and um, my only comment is, though it's a fairly loud event in terms of the, the, uh, the tractor noise, uh, there are two factors that uh, create a minimal impact and haven't created uh, significant issues. Uh, one is that it's contained on the floor. It's not speakers. It's just inside the stadium. And the other is uh, the event's over by 930. So <coughs> we talked that out. Uh, don't uh, anticipate any issues and would recommend to the select board uh, for your approval. Had we ever had any um, issues with noise, people complaining about it? Or? No. 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 And those are the same hours in the past with Founders Day? No change to the hours? Yep, no change to the hours. Any other questions on the board? Uh, this is a public hearing. Anybody in the audience have any questions? Seeing none. Move to close the public hearing. Second. Motion made, second. All those in favor? Second. Okay. Um, board wise, anybody else have any questions on this? Uh, I mean, I've been following it year to year, and yeah. you, you do hear it, but it's it's minimal, and um, I just haven't seen any impact. It's been successful as, <clears throat> as far as I, I've known, and very minimal complaints, if anything, right? Mm -hmm. We will have somebody uh, representing us there. Mm -hmm. okay. Our biggest problem with this event every year is it's a family event, so we have a lot of young families and a lot of first-time families coming in who, and the kids aren't prepared for the, the decibel level. So we have a whole customer service um, system in place to handle that when it happens because there's always some tears. But that's, that's the, the extent of our, our behavioral issues at this event. It's nice. <laughs> that's an exciting event. It's yeah. a good problem to have. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. You want to make a motion then to... All right, move to approve the application for a Kraft Sports and LLC Monster GM 2018 at Gillette Stadium. Second. All those in favor? Great, thank you. You guys had a successful weekend? The uh, we did. NCAA? Yeah, broke records again, which is fantastic. Of, of attendance? Yes, yeah, yes. Nice. I think it was on, it was Saturday and, and Monday, but it was, it was an excellent event. Unfortunately, now it moves to Philadelphia and then to Hartford, but yeah. we'll be available. <laughs> when, when might we see it again? Uh, well, we don't know officially yet when we'll see it again, but hopefully it'll be sooner than four years. Yeah. Now, you guys were good to the local teams and the, you know, you know, the it, area community that came, that were invited in. Yeah. It's great how many um, youth lacrosse players, and specifically in Foxborough, we get to get involved um, in that event, whether it's the on-field ceremonies or playing on the field beforehand. And one of the things we do for that event is um, – 
the Foxborough Youth Lacrosse teams will actually welcome the championship teams to the banquet. So as the, these teams are coming into this, their championship banquet, they're greeted by just lines of screaming Foxborough Youth Lacrosse players who are so excited to see them. And the kid, the, the students, the players are always taken aback by it. But it's something that we only do here, and it's such great energy to be around. It's really, really sweet to see. And there's a lot of cool things like that that happen all weekend. Oh, the whole thing with Sean Lowry. Yeah. That was pretty cool, too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't often get a uh, high school and um, Division One player playing yeah. at right. that level in our town. So it was as well as he did too. Yeah, did great. Thanks, guys. Great. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. George, Thank you. you can stay right there, George. I think you're not. <laughs> <laughs> don't go very far. <laughs> um, so seven thirty, Stadium Advisory Committee, George Bell, appointment of new members: John Hardy, Alex, Sylvia, and J- Jared Duckworth. Thank you. Oh, could I trouble the potential or candidates to come up? So we have so many more events coming to the stadium, you need to add more people to the committee? <laughs> We're replacing. We've had uh, two vacancies, and then with the loss of Mike a couple of years ago, uh, uh, three openings. First off, uh, George Bell. And uh, I represent the Stadium Advisory Committee. And I'd like to thank you for uh, putting us on the agenda. Um, I'd like to introduce three candidates who have submitted applications with the Select Board for positions on the Stadium Advisory Committee. They are John Hardy, Jared Duckworth, and Alex Silva. These three candidates, if approved, will fill vacancies on the committee uh, that we currently have. They have been reviewed by our members, and we recommend them for your approval as new members. These young-spirited candidates uh, will help balance the anticipated (laughs) (laughs) workload and uh, significantly lower the average age of our members. (laughs) So I, but uh, with. uh, your comment, I'm open. Uh, what is the total size of the um, committee? Committee is 15. Okay. 15. And uh, our, I want to say our goal, but our commitment is that for every non-sporting uh, event mm-hmm. is to have two members at least present during the event. And uh, so we basically spread it out. Everybody has a commitment of going to two events and manning the uh, hotline. And um, otherwise, uh, you know, being available just to make themselves feel um, and have an understanding uh, because, again, in working through the process, every uh, every event or every group of events is a, a special permit. And uh, I think that it's, a, um, we, it's evolved to be that the members are a big help in working together with the town officials as well as the stadium officials to review the events and come up with... Uh, thoughts on um, potential issues of impact and and then uh, come before the board so um, do you three want to say a few words well, sure um, I know most of you at the table uh, mm-hmm. good evening at uh, John Hardy um, live at 454 South Street down the end of the road here been in town for about 37 years now uh, raised three kids through the system been through college they're all off working now thank God uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, I'm a mechanical engineer by education and an MBA, and uh, mostly work in the manufacturing world. Uh, Certainty and before that, Bird, Bird and Son years ago, a Walpole company, a building materials manufacturer. I ran a plant for about 25 years, built new factories. Uh, now I do kind of operational excellence activities for the company nationwide. And I've been volunteering on something or other since the <coughs> day I got here. It seems like from school, coaching. I was, was uh, chairman of the Landfill Permanent Committee years ago when we were trying to do that. And mm-hmm. on the building committee, we've been it for about 20 years, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I love the town. I think, you know, the craft organization does a good job greatly uh, for the most part. And uh, mm-hmm. well, there's always things you can keep your eyes on as a businessman, both for his side and our side, make sure they keep their uh, – part of the bargain. I think we want to make sure we maintain good relations and, and hope to keep the stadium running well for the long future. My name is Jared Duckworth. Um, I currently live at 48 Cocasset Street, although I'm in the process of purchasing a new home in Foxborough. Actually, I saw one of the realtors that we're purchasing from right in the back there. So, um, just making sure you yeah, can stay just, yeah. Hopefully you got the check. Um, <laughs> um, so my wife and I moved to Foxborough about uh, 2013, um, and we decided recently to make it our long-term home. We have a, a 10-month-old son, and uh, we plan on raising him in town and you know, being part of the town and the fabric of the town. And uh, the stadium being what it is, uh, when we first moved to town, we weren't sure how we'd feel about it. But after living in town for four or five years now, it's a, it's a, I think it's an integral part of what, what makes Foxborough Foxborough. Um, and I think it's a great place to live. And um, I'm hoping, you know, being part of this committee to kind of shadow what he said, just to continue to make sure that it stays that way. And, um, and you know, looking forward to representing the, the residents of the town of Foxborough. And uh, in terms of my background, my business background, I'm a business owner. I, I own a um, with a family business, um, electronics manufacturing firm, based out of North Attleboro. Um, we've got a couple of other offices around the world, but uh, so been doing that for about ten years now, and um, I don't see it changing anytime soon. <laughs> and I'm Alex Silva. I also moved to Foxborough in 2013, about five years ago. Um, I'm an actuary by trade, so I do a lot of math at work. I work for an insurance company. Um, My wife's a a teacher in town in Foxborough. She teaches Spanish at the elementary schools. Um, I definitely have been looking for ways to volunteer in the community, and this felt like a great opportunity to help out the community. Um, You know, echo what John and Jared said as well. So just looking for ways to give back, and this this seems like a great way to get my feet wet. Anybody on the board have any questions? Just a general question, because sometimes we struggle trying to get volunteers, good volunteers. How did you find out about the advisory committee? Were you approached, or you saw it in the paper? Well, I found out via Alex, I think, who found out via George. Jared and I are childhood friends. Yeah, so. we've known each other <laughs> our whole lives. Our whole lives. Uh, I met George at, at St. Mary's, so we actually served on a committee together, a volunteer committee at St. Mary's in Foxborough. Yeah. Okay, so George is the recruiter. Yeah, good job, George. Word of mouth. <laughs> and I've known members of the committee for a long time, and we used to ski with George till the have an unfortunate accident a few years ago. But we've been buddies a long time, and I hear the good stories about how the committee's actions have been and the work they do. So, excellent, thank you. Yeah. But I must say that I felt that the applications came forward. Uh, I mean, I had said to John that there could be vacancies still in application, but Alex, you were 
you know, I was, I was pleased to see. And I said, is that the same person that uh, I've been on a committee with? And you can see the credentials here. I, I, I'm yeah. a little, you know, yeah. just going down a little bit in my seat. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and again, I, I just want a voice for, for the group that, from my perspective, I mean, these major events there, um, it, it, it's about public safety. And, and, I, and I think you should be, I just want to acknowledge that you should be honored the way um, the, the uh, various agencies, the police and the fire department, uh, the seriousness that they take it when we sit down and go over the potential of uh, what could happen. Um, they're, they're, and that's why I feel that many eyes uh, can be helpful to make sure that that continues. Mm -hmm. So are all the terms, are all the members one-year terms? Mm -hmm. We re reappoint every year. Okay. okay. Anybody else have any questions? No. Mr. Chairman? If I could just say, <laughs> say a few things. I, first of all, I've known John for, for a number of years now because John's been actively involved in the building committee. Um, he's a very valued member, valued member of that committee. He's done a great job. He was involved in overseeing this project as well as um, the, you know, a lot of the school projects we're still working on right now, the Borough School Project right now. So uh, John is, is a very valuable member of this, of this community, and I'm very, very glad to see him step forward in this, in this role as well. Glad to see some youth coming forward on the committee, um, not, and, not, and not to say anything against the, the members that we've, that we've had because they've all been terrific members, but um, it's just great to see more youth getting involved in government, period, because we, th we really do need younger people getting involved because there's only so many of us older folk to, to keep doing this, you know, so... Um, but quite honestly, I'm glad to see that doing. I'm really glad, really pleased to see you, uh, with folks with your credentials, come forward and, and and serve the community in this capacity. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And when you don't recognize the names of the con the uh, people that are playing at the concerts, you know it's time to bring you. <laughs> 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 All right. Make a motion. All right. Move to approve the appointment of John Hardy, Alex Silva, Jared Duckworth as new members of the Stadium Advisory Committee for a one-year term beginning. Today, May 29th, 2018, and expiring May 29th, 2019. Second. Motion made, second. All those in favor? Aye. Aye. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you very much. Yeah, step Appreciate it. See you. Yep. Okay, you all. Thanks, George. <clears throat> all right, next on the agenda Michael Laracy, Town and State Citation. Come on up, Mike. Come on up, Jay. So this was on our agenda the last <laughs> meeting, but we moved it to this meeting. Sure. Does anybody from the committee want to say a few words before the yeah, reason? Mike does. Sure. I'll, Tom Buckley. I'm the chairman of the Board of Assessors. I'm here with Rob O'Donnell, and I'd like to introduce you to our newest elected member, is Laurie Rudd. Uh, Laurie uh, is a 20-year resident of the town of Foxborough. Um, she raised three children here, and uh, very excited to have her on the board. Um, for standing, sitting here today, uh, rep uh, recognizing Michael, uh, I've known Michael since first grade. Um, we, uh, 
He, his time on the board was uh, very enlightening. We, we worked through some very difficult um, decisions that we had to make. Um, it was his guidance and his uh, sense of fairness that really helped all of us, you know, really see through, you know, what we do on the Board of Assessors, and that's trying to, you know, the fairness of uh, taxation throughout the whole community. So his uh, his presence on the board, although he would never step up and become chairman, um, <laughs> uh, will we'll be, uh, we'll be sorely missed. Uh, congratulations for you, and thank you for your time in, in the uh, on the board. Oh. We're going to do all your free time now. Well, that's the reason I'm stepping down, because I didn't have the free time with the job. So, you know, it was tough, you know, coming back from Stoughton, you know, to get to Megadon's and, you know, especially around abatement time. But it has been an honor. It has been a privilege. You know, when you get to work with, you know, some of our most vulnerable residents to see what they're going through, you actually see how certain projects, certain things in town, the taxes affect them. And it's great when you can sit down and help them when you can. That was probably the greatest part of my job. You know, we got the split tax rate, which was big. The boards before us wouldn't do it. And I know the, many of you on the board, we've gone before you and explained it, you know, why we saw the need. So getting that through was also big. Uh, I worked with some great people, you know, Tom my whole time here, uh, Rob recently, uh, Bob Hadge, you know, the staff, Hannah, Debbie, Kelly. And it's, it's been a great job. You know, it was nice to volunteer for the town. So someday I'll step up. I was just looking at this committee before you and say, hmm, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah, it might be something else, you know. So, But thank you for allowing me to serve the citizens. You know, I'm a lifelong resident. I've been here 53 years, raised my family. So to give back, you know, it meant a lot. You know, even at this low, lower level of assessors. But it was important. So thank you. I wouldn't say lower level. It's a pretty important level. Oh, it's, a, it's an important committee, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it, it really affects everything. As, as a, you know, you know, from the you know, bottom up, you know, how things are done throughout the town and how they're financed and all that. So. Excellent. Do you want to read your Sure. I, I just uh, to recognize Michael's work um, and to say that it really is the basis of our whole community. It is. What you do. Um, and, it, and it's taken very seriously. And, and um, you know, you do help people and you help explain and educate and, and let them know. So I know that your experience and, and um, ability to do that is going to be missed. But, Lori, I'm looking forward to you picking up the torch. So, so it's a big Reggie. torch. <laughs> yeah, it's a big fire stick, but then we have him down the end. We're all set. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Buckley can handle that. But uh, on behalf of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, the House of Representatives, be it hereby known to all that the Mass House of Representatives office is sincere, congratulations to Michael Laracy in recognition of your three terms as an elected member of the Foxborough Board of Assessors and for years of service giving back to the community. The entire membership extends its very best wishes and expresses the hope for future good fortune and continued success in all endeavors. And it's, I had it dated because I thought we were going to be here last week or a couple weeks ago, <laughs> May 15th. It uh, doesn't make it worth any less. Uh, exactly. 2018. Um, signed by Robert Delay, the speaker, and yours truly, Jay Barrows. And again, thank you for your service and um, good luck with You're your welcome. retirement. And maybe you'll be back for something else. There's always an yep, Maybe. <laughs> not 42 years like Pete Turner. Yeah. God bless him. We have one, too, and just for the record, it's dated on the 29th day of May. <laughs> <laughs> uh, official citation, Foxborough Board of Selectmen, 
The Board of Selectmen on this occasion of the retirement commends Michael Laracy for his nine years of service to the Town of Foxborough Board, Board of Assessors. On behalf of the Board of Assessors in the Town of Foxborough, recognition is given to Michael Laracy for your outstanding service to the Town of Foxborough as an elected member of the Board of Assessors, which you served for nine years. Your guidance, fairness, and compassion will never be forgotten as the Board navigated the difficult decisions related to the fair and equitable distribution of the tax obligations for the town and its citizens, and assisted those neighbors who required a helping hand. It is not always easy for citizens to volunteer their time for important functions in the community. Everyone is busy in their personal and professional lives, but it takes a special person to give back to the community, and for that we are forever grateful. Board of Assessors and the Board of Selectmen hereby thank you for your many contributions, dedications, and commitment to the Town of Foxborough. Our best wishes go with you as you begin the next chapter in your <coughs> life. This citation is given under the seal of the Town of Foxborough on this 29th day of May 2018. Um, we will get this to you shortly after tonight's meeting. Um, David is not here, so we'll get it all officially signed. Um, and just one other thing to throw in about Mike. Um, back when I was a Cubmaster and Scoutmaster, he was instrumental in helping us out throughout every pancake breakfast we ever had um, with all of the plumbing stuff and making sure. I just never even had to pre-plan. I just gave him a call, usually last minute. Hey, Mike, you going to be at the Ahern to hook up the grill? Yep, no problem. Yeah. So, yeah, then they got me cooking, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Really appreciate your uh, service. Well, thank you, Chris. Anybody else? Yeah, I actually had the um, the pleasure to walk into a public meeting in uh, Stoughton, where I see Mike on the other side of the table uh, for that drive through um, And I said, uh-oh, does he not like me? <laughs> but uh, I, I was proud, you know, a Foxborough person, seeing him in your, you know, in your uniform in, in another town doing your job. And, and you've always carried yourself quietly professionally um and sometimes the the quiet ones get the most stuff done and i appreciate that yeah it was you know my 23 years here as a firefighter in foxborough <clears throat> 19 full time mm -hmm. um that you know, allowed me to gain that experience to move on when i did to walpole mm -hmm. uh then once again you know to chief and stone so yeah there's the experience here so great and thank you for approving my plans over there. That was yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with this. Hey, can we get a picture to get in the, the newspaper? Do you have a camera? Do you want to get uh, the whole board? Mike? Yeah, you, yeah. Okay. Okay. you want to hold the one to stay at the 29th? No, that's fine. Yours is fine. <laughs> <laughs> How do we want to do this? You're the boss. So, Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. 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 Thank
hearing in 10 minutes so we're gonna have to go through um, some action items and stuff first right sounds good so Leah you want to um, go sure. through action items all right so the first one move to approve the fiscal year 2019 board of selectmen meeting schedule everybody get a chance to look at that yep. yeah I saw Christmas was the only one that holiday yeah um, do we want to add another meeting in December um, maybe do two weeks in a row because December always seems board of selectmen wise with all the licenses and everything yeah there's always a yeah there's a lot of licenses going down and uh, yeah, and it just seems like there's never enough time and I know December is a busy month for about the 18th that's what I wrote I kind of penciled that in with a mm. question mark um, it's probably a good time because that's close to the end of the fiscal year or calendar year, rather. Yeah. Before we get into the holiday week. Yeah, other than that, I mean, all of the dates looked fine to me. Any objections to adding the 18th of December? Well, I year? actually think we did that last year as well. I remember last December, yeah, I it's think always we a met almost every week. It seemed like because mm -hmm. there was a lot of stuff going on. So why don't we approve it? Um, with the footnote of adding the 18th of December. The, the other thought, too, is that you've got, you've got three meetings in October and in April. Do you want to go with three meetings in those, in those months? It's every other Tuesday. I mean, typically of those, April will be getting ready for the town meeting. Town meeting, so October we probably two. need it. October, too, yeah. October, we'll probably mm -hmm. get ready for Fall town meeting. October, we could be looking at an early town meeting this year only because of the Boyle <clears throat> School Project. So it could be late September, early October. Okay. I, I I mean, they fall every other Tuesday, so I would leave those ones. That's just my Fair opinion. Enough. Anybody have any other issues, no. concerns? No. All right, so you want to make a, so you made a motion to approve. We amended by adding the 18th. So move to approve the amended Fiscal year 2019 Board of Selectmen schedule, adding December 18th. Second. Motion made, seconded, amended, and seconded. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor? Aye. All right, move to approve Hockamock Area YMCA Foxborough's annual 5K and Kids Fun Run on September 23rd, 2018, from 8 a.m. to 12 noon. Second. Motion made, second. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Move to approve the Wampanoag Roadrunners 24th Annual Old Fashioned 10 Miler and 5K Races on, Mon on February 17th, 2019 from 9.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m., starting and ending at the Schneider Electric on Deposit Ave in Foxborough. Second. 
Motion made, seconded. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor? Move to approve the gift donation of $100 to Foxborough Recreation from the Massachusetts Marine Trades Association for Fishing Derby Supplies. Second. Motion made, seconded. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor? Aye. Move to approve the gift donation of $557.50 to the Foxborough Council on Aging Human Services from the Friends of Foxborough Seniors to pay for programs at the Senior Center as agreed. Second. Motion made, seconded. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Move to approve the gift donation of $90.17 to the Foxborough Police Department from the Rotary Club of Foxborough for the Haiti Exchange Program. Second. Motion made, seconded. Any further discussion? No. Seeing none, all those in favor? Aye. Aye. Move to approve tuition reimbursement for Officer Kenneth Fitzgerald in the amount of $1,175. Second. Motion made, seconded. Any further discussion? All those in favor? Aye. Move to approve Hawkers and Peddlers license to Amy Licht of Vivant Solar to sell solar panels. Second. Motion made, seconded. Any further discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor? Aye. Move to approve Hawkers and Peddlers license application to Chris Jerome to sell hats. Shirts, sweatshirts, gloves, and hand warmers at 105 Washington Street in Foxborough, Mass. Second. Motion made, seconded. Any further discussion? Uh, under discussion, does anybody know why <clears throat> on the Hawker's license before there was a, a police background check and on this one there was none? He does a background check on all of them. They, 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 they're required to do all of them. There was documentation on the other one, but there wasn't on this one. I think oh. if it's a positive, um, yeah, it wouldn't. He, it know? wouldn't. It wouldn't normally and be included in your, in your. But it's he's, it, it, the chief wouldn't sign off on it unless he he had done that. The last one, nothing came up though when it was there, right? Yeah, yeah. Just the last one was done. a positive one. Right, and there was mm -hmm. documentation that it was done and all that. And that, and that but that was an appeal. Is what it no, was. no, the, the one, one that we just approved. Yeah, I think it was the just one missed, about the solar panel one. Yeah, so I'd rather just make sure that we've okay. clarified before we approve it, uh, especially because the, the last meeting we had the issue there. So, mm. um, okay. I, I, I know that he's done it only because he approved it, but. Yeah, well. <clears throat> you, just, you just want to, you want to make sure. Yeah, we have the documentation on the first one from the, the solar company that mm -hmm. the. The background oh, checked okay. and everything was good, and there was no documentation on this other one. I'm not saying that he didn't do it, but we don't have documentation saying that he did. Yeah. And we also, I mean, these are public records. We had talked about redacting the Social Security numbers, and they're still on it. So it's, um, yeah. It's unusual that we attach it. So why don't we table that one yeah. until um, the next meeting? Okay. That's all right. Move to the next one? Yep. All right. And the last one, move to approve the Board of Selectmen minutes from May 1st, 2018. Second. Motion made, second. Anybody have any discussion? I read through them. They were fine. 
Any other discussion? All those in favor? Aye. Are we all caught up with the meeting minutes? This was, la uh, what are we, one week behind? One behind, I think. One behind. Just um, one meeting, I think? Yeah, I think we're one Just behind. One There's uh, probably a bunch of <coughs> I think there's still executive ones that executive session have to come up. We haven't had a meeting to, to meet. To do that, so. All right, so public hearing um, to amend flammable storage license, Col Colby Enterprises or Colba Enterprises LLC, 32 Commercial Street. The Board of Selectmen acting as the local licensing authority pursuant to MGL Chapter 148 will conduct a public hearing on Tuesday, May 29th, 2018, beginning at 7.50 p.m. in the Gala Meeting Room, Town Hall, 40 South Street, on the application to amend the license and certificate of registration of 32 Commercial Street, Foxborough, Mass., for underground storage tanks from 26,000 gallons to 30,000 gallons of flammable liquids. Application is Colby Enterprises, LLC. All interested parties are welcome to attend. The, the, the brass there, or you here for this? I am. Okay. Come on up. You just you, state your name for the record. My name is Steve Pedro with AU Engineering. On behalf of uh, Cobia Enterprises, uh, requesting <clears throat> amendment to the storage license <clears throat> from 26,000 gallons to 30,000 gallons. Uh, right now, there are three tanks out there two tens, 10,000, and a 6,000. What uh, Shell or Colbeer is looking to do is to replace those tanks with two 15,000-gallon tanks, uh, double wall fiberglass with all the uh, safety pre precautions and spill, spill containments. Okay. Pretty standard from looking at the fire guys in the back, everything? Yes. Okay. Anybody on the board have any questions? Um, so th this unleaded and super is one tank, uh, and then diesel is a second tank? No, what happens is they, uh, they compartmentalize one, one of the tanks. It has 6,000 gallons of uh, diesel and 9,000 gallons of uh, premium. And then the other tank is 15,000 gallons of unleaded regular. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so they blend at the, uh, the pumps. And in, in the application, this says site plans TK1 through T3, but there's no site plans given to us. Is this basically... You pull up the old ones, put them in the same place, yeah, plus exactly. or minus a few feet. Right. The tanks would be located in the same location. We'll pull the old ones out, put the new ones in. Uh, we do have plans that I believe will be submitted to the fire department, uh, building department, and various town. I have a copy of plans if you'd like to see them. Um, if you have them. <clears throat> only because it says it's in the application. Yep. I just hate to... And this is the shell. I just see the address, but I don't see the name. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. When is it scheduled to be done? I'm not too sure to tell you the truth. Uh, Thank you. Oh, so yeah. Thank you. Thank you. 
anybody else on the board? This is a public hearing. Anybody in the audience? Seeing none, I'll close the public hearing. Move to close public hearing. Second. Motion to close. Seconded. Any further discussion? All, all those in favor? Aye. Move to approve the amended flammable storage license for Colby Enterprises, LLC, 32 Commercial Street, Foxborough, Mass. Second. <clears throat> Motion made. Seconded. Any further discussion on the board? All those in favor? Aye. <clears throat> Thank you. Aye. Have a good night. Thank you. All right. We probably put a little more <coughs> light in here, right? It's getting a little darker now. Yeah. All right, 8.05, we're ahead of schedule. Uh, annual town manager evaluation. Very best. Yeah, we'll leave that. Ready? That? Yeah. Yep. So, good evening, board. Um, as we have in the last four years, we've been compiling a summary of the town manager's performance evaluation. He completes a self-evaluation and followed by um, an evaluation by each of the members. Um, those are all submitted to me. I compile them and come up with an average. Um, we've been... Uh, giving you, this is the fourth year, um, a summary document. You have it in your board docs, but uh, for the record, I will read the town manager's evaluation summary. It covers the period April 20th of 2017 to April 21st of 2018. Um, document is... Uh, states as follows. The following is a summary of Bill Keegan's performance evaluation for the past year. The comments have been com compiled from the submissions of all of the board members. Um, the categories uh, are based on a numerical rating scale of one to four. Four is the highest possible rating. In the category of leadership and staff effectiveness, Bill's rating was a 3.36. In planning and organizing, 3.48. Communication, Community Relations, 3.23. Problem Solving, Innovation, and Decision Making, 3.45. Budget and Financial Management, 3.53. Customer Service and Quality of Service, 3.35. Personal, Professional, and Organizational Integrity, 3.5. Cross-Departmental Organizational Management, which was Bill's highest rating of 3.6. Um, to summarize the prior year accomplishments, um, I believe we only have a subsection because I know the work that happens uh, in his office every day. Um, the completion of the new town hall uh, initiated and successfully implemented the townwide electric aggregation program, coordinated and led the effort to purchase town streetlights, finalized the town solar program, Elm Street and landfill locations, set the direction and priority to initiate several townwide personnel policies, balanced the budget and funded the capital plan for fiscal 2018, successful coordination of the commuter rail pilot program for Foxborough, worked with the planning board and economic development committee on multiple priorities, improved the ongoing communication with craft group and other community partners, 
presented the town's first financial summit in the fall of 2017. Recruitment and appointment of new staff, including a business commissioner, executive assistant, firefighters, police officers, public work works employees, administrative staff, and of course our community information specialist, um, chaired the SEMREC board. Uh, so Bill's the chair of the board of directors for our Southeastern Mass Regional Dispatch um, Committee. Um, the goal for that group is establishing a fully operational regional dispatch entity by July 2019, and that's well on its way. Um, with regard to the objectives for the coming year, Bill submitted some and the board members submitted some, so this is a compilation of all of those. Um, the first objective would be to kickstart the downtown redevelopment, including the fire station and funeral home projects, expand the Route 1 development and improve the infrastructure needs in that area, the Burrell School renovation, hiring of a new fire chief and human services COA director in the coming months, starting the MBTA commuter rail pilot program in the spring of 2019. <coughs> um, our goal is to hold a second annual budget summit in the fall of 2018. Um, and to continue to seek new methods and means of providing information to residents regarding town meeting. One example would be the survey that we did at the second night of town meeting. Um, I summarized for you a few of the, uh, in the overall evaluation portion, people had the opportunity to comment on, um, you know, their overall evaluation of, of the town manager. <coughs> and I took um, comments, some of them I abbreviated for, um, just for brevity and kept the, um, I, I indicated with a few uh, dots to show you if I took stuff out. Um, the first comment I had is I'm very happy to work with Bill for the last four years on a myriad of issues, both positive for the town and some difficult issues that collectively we were able to contain and minimize its impact. Bill has taught me a lot about municipal government. We are lucky to have him and look forward to our continued relationship. That was a quote from one of, the, one of your board members. Second quote, uh, I think that the town is being managed well and that Mr. Keegan is a professional forward-thinking, uh, is professional and forward-thinking and affords the staff and residents the time and respect due from a town manager. Over the past year, on occasion, I have agreed and disagreed with some of the decisions made or methods of addressing situations, but Mr. Keegan has approached the topics fairly with consistent professionalism. A third comment is, in my opinion, we are very lucky to have a town manager with the experience he has, the leadership he shows, the insight into what it requires to increase the town's commercial base, his interpersonal skill, not only with town employees, but his directors, townspeople, and all businesses in town, both big and small. And finally, um, the briefest comment, um, keep up the good work. So that is um, respectfully submitted by me today, May 29th, 2018. And I want to thank the board members for participating in our online survey tool this time um, and doing it on schedule with a lot of thought and a lot of good feedback. So thank you. Okay. Do you want me to say something here? Sure. <laughs> oh, it's so awkward, okay. isn't it? It's, it's one of the most <laughs> awkward times of my of every year, but I greatly appreciate the uh, the input from the board. It's um, I, I, it's I really do appreciate being here, and I, I really welcome the opportunity to serve this community, this board, and the role that I'm that I'm in, and, and um, I'm grateful for it. It's it's a it's a, it's it's obviously been something I've done my entire life. 
Um, but it's really rewarding to see some of the progress that we've made just in a relatively short period of time. Um, but yet there is still work to be done. Uh, we always know that there's always a new set of objectives for the year, upcoming year. Um, we still have uh, a lot of steps to take, but I will tell you the steps that we have taken have been in huge steps. They're not just uh, they're not the small steps like they say on the you know one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. In Foxborough's case, it's been one giant leap for for Foxborough in many cases. Uh, some of the uh, issues, in, in particular, include the new zoning for up on Route One, uh, as well as the uh, the finishing of this building, the uh, the new borough school project that we're working on right now. Things that will have lifelong impacts for many people that live in this community. So I'm very, very proud to have participated in all those things and having an opportunity to serve the community in, in this in a leadership role. Um, it's great working with all of you as individual board members and individuals, uh, all the uh, past, and, uh, past and present. Um, I want to thank uh, Jenny Coppola for her service to this, to this community as well, and, and I welcome uh, Leah to the board uh, and serving the board and going forward. Um, so I'm here to continue to serve the community in the best way I can possibly, certainly. Um, and, and, you know, when I look at the scores, I, I think the scores are, are very fair scores, and, and I, I'm very, I appreciate all of the, of the fine comments that you all made as well. Um, I never seek perfection because perfection to me is elusive. I do try to seek for excellence, though, and excellence is something that we work on every single day. And I think that's what I try to convey to the, to the staff members, to the community, and to all the folks that uh, participate in this government. And so for that, on that basis, I'll, I'll finish, but I want to say thank you to all for participating in this process. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody on the board have anything to add? Or yeah, I always got something to add, but <laughs> <laughs> and, and I share your sentiment on awkwardness. It's I remember our pastime manager, we had this same review process a little differently because we put it together and presented it where this is going to a third party or assistant time manager presenting it back to us and, and there was some public discussion or criticism and I got correspondence the next day saying how dare you discuss this publicly and, and mm -hmm. the fact is we don't have a choice we cannot mm -hmm. go into executive process, session so and I looked at your scores the one that you did on the self-evaluation, and then when you average ours, they're pretty close within a tenth of a point. So mm -hmm. not, nothing that's you know out of whack. But I noticed that the categories are scored, and then there's a big section on prior year accomplishments. But there's nothing on prior year, if I could have done it better, or shortcomings. Mm -hmm. All of the reviews that I've been involved with, we can always pat ourselves on the back and do 20 things. But mm -hmm. the three or four things that we screwed up on or we could do better or we learned from, I think is more important than the accomplishments because the accomplishments. Look, if we, I'm sure on that side you'd be liking to do a review, a bit, you know, against the selectmen because there's probably so many things you can uh, say. But we, you know, we get voted out if we're not doing a good job. Right. But this is our opportunity to learn from it, and I would like on the next one. Um, and I'm not saying there <coughs> this go around. There's, yeah. there's plenty, but could we make an effort to criticize ourselves? and say what we could have done differently. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's nice to put out a town survey and say we did this, it's great, but unless you get the answers, it kind of falls short because you say the good things, mm -hmm. and then people are always thinking, well, I said something, but it wasn't listened to. So I, I would like to see a list of, unless you're perfect, and, and then we're not no, doing I'm that not, job because we can always perfect. do better. I, right? I, I readily admit that. So, so readily, I mean, that, that's, yeah. that's a question not to the management, but to this board, yeah. if you guys would like to see something like that. We can definitely add a, another category in there 
with that uh, quite, mm-hmm. you know, the opportunity to fill that in as well. Is that, that, is that something that we do, you do as, your, as a board or as, as something I do individually? Is that, you know, you both, we both do it? I think I've always asked the person mm-hmm. to do it themselves, mm-hmm. and then we do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we could have different things. But if, if yeah. we're getting all positives back, it's just uncomfortable to say, well, that's you screwed up we or could, something. We can you know? make it a category in the evaluation. Yeah. You can just add a section. It's an evolving process. I, yeah. I think this yeah. evaluations are an evolving thing, yeah. so I, and, and in, I, have, I have no yeah. issue with that at all. And yeah. in fairness, you did it in your review. You named some of the things that you could have done differently, but it's nice to see it here. This is a document, so when <clears> someone <throat> picks it up next year, yeah. you can go back and look. Yeah. Boy, this was a shortcoming, but he's really turned it around or yeah. something like that. I appreciate yeah. that. No, that, that's a good idea. Yeah. Really good idea. Yeah. Okay. I'll do that. Yeah, so as far as anything else, I mean, we just got this document, got uploaded this afternoon, so mm-hmm. okay. um, just got to kind of process it a little right. bit. Right, so um, at the next meeting, which is June 12th, um, we'll be looking for, um, we'll have the actual, probably the chair and Bill would sign the actual document and you would approve the terms of his contract effective uh, I mean for the uh, the salary amount because it's continued uh, contingent upon a satisfactory performance review so we would want you to approve um, the July 1 salary at that time Um, and then just one housekeeping thing Mm -hmm. for Amanda Um, can we get all of the new contracts uploaded into this because we have Bill's old contract on here. Mm-hmm. So if we wanted to, like, sure. look at your old one, we could, but not the, the current one. Okay. So yeah, just, that's fine. If we could do that. Yep. Okay. Anybody else have any other just, just as a point of public record, so there was five of us that submitted this. Mm-hmm. Are the review documents going to be available, or are we just taking your five bullets of so what we'll do for next time is we'll download the performance evaluation that shows all five votes, and the chair and Bill will sign off, and it goes into Bill's personnel file. So um, You don't get to look at the other evaluation because then it becomes that, a public record. That's my question. Yeah, those, those are not issue. public record? Those are, that's a, well, then it becomes a public record issue if that happens, which yeah. normally the intent is to, is to do a summary evaluation to do it that way. And I think as we've done in the past, if the board wanted to view it, it's, you know, we have it in our office. So, so if a board member wanted to come in, yes. yeah, you can absolutely. Yeah, you can look, yep. yeah, a board member can look at that uh, because you. We're can, just trying to figure out how to make the printout neat. The evaluation, right? The printout's kind of clunky right now, so we're going to work on that tomorrow. How to make it look neat? So, this summary is the only public document. Yes. Right. Right. Exactly. Here's the contract. If you want the other to upload that. Things on this. That's it. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you. Um, Selectman's update. Um, just want to thank everybody that came out for the <coughs> Global War on Terror Memorial dedication. That was a, a great event, beautiful memorial. Um, that same weekend, there was uh, an event Sunday, I believe, at the Orpheum with Marilyn Rodman performing arts center, the Foxborough Museum um, that Anna Ladd uh, put together. So if anybody gets a chance to go into the orphanage and kind of see mm-hmm. Foxborough history alive on the wall, um, pretty nice. Um, this, or we just had Memorial Day, so uh, appreciate everybody, Mike and his team and, and the VFW and 
everybody for participating in that. It's great to see how that has grown over the years and very well attended event. So thanks everybody on that. This Saturday, Jim, do you want to talk about the road race? Sure. Um, actually, it's interesting. I mean, people are coming now that are presenting in front of the Orpheum for different things. There's a road race on Saturday, June 2nd. Uh, we talked about it before. We're taking over the Foxborough against diabetes. We've got a couple hundred runners. I'm assuming some more people are going to show up on race day, but you know, we'd love to double that amount. All the money, the proceeds go directly back to the community, back to the Rodman uh, Performing Arts at the Orpheum. And it goes to the police uh, relief fund, which is a great way to uh, help other residents. And a percentage also goes to the diabetes. So if you're ambitious and you want to run 5K, three miles, uh, it's at Invensis on Saturday. Um, and it should be a good race. So hoping to build that up over time. And this will be a staple part of the community. And, mm. and it goes directly back to the community. On that note, knock on wood, if all goes well, we're meeting tomorrow morning to close which is taking us yeah. almost a year. Oh, We've actually roped in the three people from the three different parts of the country sitting down at one table tomorrow, and um, hopefully we get it done. So, oh, good. All good. Pretty we'll buy the bottle of champagne. I just have two other quick things. Um, before our next meeting, um, Thursday night, June 7th, will be the first concert on the Common with the new Farmer's Market. So that, that's always a nice kickoff yeah. into yeah, summer. We did, we did have. And then just a reminder, Founders Day is June 9th. That's all we have. Um, Doc, did you have anything nope. on that? Nope. Leah, anything? Nope. No, it's just that's in front of Jerome. All right, that's it for uh, Selectman's update. It's just okay it right there, so. Okay, okay. Very good. Town manager's update? Yeah, so... Um, just a couple of things. The, uh, today we, we met with the, uh, the Borough School Building Committee, met again today, uh, trying to finish up some of the, uh, the direction that we're moving on, getting that project uh, towards completion. It looks like we're you know, right now we're on target to stay uh, well within the requirements of the SBA process. We have, um, we, 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 it looks as though we're, we're going to try to have a, a, a special town meeting it's in late September, early October. The reason being, is that if we're able to do that and we're able to get the funding approved, we might be able to actually start some of the construction early in this uh, in this calendar year, which would allow us to be able to get some of the foundations in and some of the work done um, during some of the breaks and, and even during the and some of the outs, outer buildings to be done in, while this in, during this calendar year, which gives a little bit of a jump for next year. Uh, the bulk of the work will be done during next calendar year, um, and, and a little bit into possibly even into uh, the year after that. So we're we're looking to, uh, to to we're moving ahead very well. The committee's been meeting on a regular basis, and uh, the project is moving along at a pretty good clip. Um, just a, a couple other things: um, the Semrick board is going to be meeting again this month, and I think we're probably going to be at a point where we're going to be looking to present the board with the with the new location um, uh, the, of the of the uh, Foxborough location. That's being contemplated. The, the report came back very positive, so um, we're going to be making that announcement. Um, we think at the next at the next on the 14th, we're going to try and meet and, and make that announcement officially, and then we'll come back to the board and let, and let everybody know that, that that's going to be happening. Um, the um, the the uh, town of Foxborough uh, Board <coughs> of Health is is actually having a free total cholesterol and blood pressure blood sugar clinic 
here at Town Hall on Wednesday, June 6th, for anybody who's interested. If anybody in the uh, public is listening, registration is required, so please call the Board of Health at uh, 503-508-543-1207 for an appointment, and we'll be happy to, to include you in that. Um, just want to say a, a couple things along the uh, with respect to veterans. Um, very pleased to see that the ribbon cutting went so well for the Global War on Terror Memorial Veteran uh, Veterans uh, Memorial that has just been added to the Common. Um, great, grateful for everyone to donate to that process and to have that built here in the community. It went really, really well. Um, yesterday was another great day for the Memorial Day uh, process, the parade, as well as the the, uh, the event that actually occurred. And, I had somebody say to me afterwards that they, they, they've been to several events in these t in towns with the Foxborough, and it's always they're always so impressed by the fact of how well this is coordinated and how well it's put together. And <coughs> all that goes to Mike Johns and his staff for making that go as smoothly as it does. So thanks to thanks to Mike and, and everyone who participates in that. Um, also, just uh, the Foxborough registry, uh, the Norfolk Registry of Deeds. Uh, we'll be doing a community outreach program, and they'll be holding office hours at the Foxborough Public Safety Building. Um, on June 7th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Um, they do that on a, on a quarterly basis. And um, um, uh, actually, on a bi I think it's biannual basis. They, they come out and they do their normal <coughs> outreach to the, uh, to the community, ask anybody who has any questions about the um, Norfolk Registry of Deeds work, and they can actually uh, you can bring your information and questions to them. And, that's, um, and that puts a wrap on my report for tonight. I just have a couple of things. Um, uh, this week, by the end of the week, we'll be posting the Human Services COA Director um, position. Vicki Lowe's retiring, as Bill announced at the last meeting, so we'll be posting that position and you know, looking for a very active recruitment with that. Um, I've been working hard to prepare for the implications of the Pay Equity Act. Um, there's going to be a lot of... Um, scrutiny done for, especially in municipalities, they're gearing up to uh, come out and uh, do inspections of your records, et cetera. So um, any town that can get their records in order and begin a self-audit before July 1 are going to be in good, um, good stead. So we're working on the pieces of that right now. Um, that law goes into effect July 1. Um, we are beginning our library negotiations uh, in the next week or two. So we start, um, although town meeting approved fire and DPW contracts, we're starting the next round with library, and then we also will with police and um, fire as well. <coughs> and um, I know you probably meant to mention it, but um, we're gearing up for the first student government day on yes. June 5th. A lot of us have already gone out to the seventh grade classes and done presentations, interacted with the with um, groups of students. They'll be coming here to Foxborough Town Hall. We're going to be doing a whole government day. We're going to kick off, and we invite members of the board to come to our kickoff. I believe it's going to be at 9.30 on June 5th. And um, then that'll be a half-hour intro session, and then the students are going to spend an hour with various department heads um, sort of shadowing us and working in our offices, and then we convene back in this room for a mock Board of Selectmen meeting um, well, where the students will service the board. The board. And um, we'll have department heads, you know, mock department heads presenting to them. We're going to come up with an agenda. And um, so it should be a fun day. And then it culminates with a lunch. And 
we're really looking forward to it. Um, it's been fun working with the school department and um, the kids. This is, it's great to see that the, um, that the middle school is sort of taking this project on, but this, the, the, the Student Government Day was, it was something that uh, I've had experience working with in, in many other communities, and this is something that really needs to get done in every community across the Commonwealth and across the country because we do not spend enough time on civic engagement, civic organizations, and civic involvement. This, is, this will truly give kids a, a, little, a real taste of what it's like to be serving in your roles. And uh, ultimately, the, 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 uh, sort of the, the payback for that, or the pay it forward, if you will, is the fact that someday some of those kids will actually become selectmen or actually become town managers or assistant town managers. They, mm -hmm. And uh, I've actually seen that happen in, in my lifetime. So it's great to see that involvement at an early age. The involvement that I've had was typically at the high school age, but I'm glad to see it's being done at the middle school age because I think we can actually start to get their interest involved in, in, at an age like that. So the middle school teachers are to be commended for bringing this forward and, and, uh, and pursuing and supporting this idea. It's good. The American Legion does a similar program called Boys and Girls State, mm -hmm. where it's yeah. you know, state and, and even uh, higher government. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty good program. It's great. <coughs> it's good. All right. That's, so, that's it. That's all so that I have. Hoping, hopefully, you can all join us that day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, thank you. June fifth, nine thirty to ten. Time for uh, nine thirty to ten thirty. All right. I think we're wrapped up. Yep. All right. Motion to adjourn. Motion to adjourn. Second. All those in favor. Hi. Right. Thanks, Bye, everybody. everybody. Thank you. <laughs>